Welcome to the WCIA 3-in-1 podcast. Brett Barron's here in studio. Marley Weirda and Andy Olson were out in Indianapolis to cover Illinois' 91-88 Big Ten tournament title victory over Ohio State. The second seed Illini knock off the fifth seed Buckeyes, and they can raise that trophy high, raise that banner finally after the Illini felt like they maybe missed out on the regular season title and what they should have been awarded, and that debate has been put to bed now as Illinois can call itself a Big Ten champion. They will get the rings. They will raise a banner. They are the best team in the conference, along with Michigan, who, of course, won the regular season title. I wanted to get the perspective from Marley and Andy, who are both there on scenes. Unfortunately, we could only get one credential into Lucas Oil Stadium for the Big Ten tournament. Doesn't sound like we are going to be allowed into the NCAA tournament, unfortunately. We're still going to be there and have plenty of coverage outside of the stadium to uh, take you to Indianapolis where the Illini will play Drexel in the first round game Friday at 12:15 at the Farmers Coliseum it's probably the worst venue so to speak out of the six around the Indianapolis area when you consider all of them but I don't think Illinois cares at this point they're a number one seed in the NCAA tournament for the first time since 2005 and only the fourth time in program history this team is truly historic. They have done so many things this season, and especially in the last couple of years. When you think back a couple of years ago, Illinois under Brad Underwood lost 21 games, the most losses in program history for one season. One of the worst programs, or one of the worst seasons in program history. And to be where they're at now is just remarkable. The turnaround that Underwood and his staff and his players have been able to accomplish to get to this point. They're the number three overall seed and the seeding has plenty of storylines. That's what I love the most about it. Illinois could play Loyola out of Chicago in the second round with Cameron Crutwig. What a matchup that would be if they could see that. Oklahoma State is later on in the bracket. That could be a Sweet 16 game for the Illini and how much fun that would be into that second weekend. But for now, let's get the recap from Marley and Andy. This aired on our digital channels on Sunday night, right after the game. And here is our conversation live from Indianapolis between Marley and Andy. It was a, a great team effort. And then throughout the celebration when they were cutting down the nets in just sort of a surreal moment there, kind of holding up the trophy for um you know, the Big Ten title. Um, Andy, I know you watched on TV. Um, what do you think? <laughs> I mean, there were so many points in this game where you thought either team was going to run away with it. Illinois, of course, in the first half being up 17 at one point, and then Ohio State clawing their way back after their slow start. OSU, you know, taking back the lead for the first time in the game with about four minutes to go in the second half. It being tied and Io having that last shot in regulation to try and win the game. Yeah. It going to OT and then back and forth. There were so many moments, uh, you know, where both teams showed what they're capable of. And this was the first real challenge that Illinois has had at the Big Ten tournament. Not taking anything away from Iowa or Rutgers, but Illinois got out to their leads in those games and were able to protect it. OSU, you know, not as much. They were able to come back and what a, a game by Washington. You yeah. know, it, it felt like any time you put up a shot, like that one's going in. And it, it was like that for a, for a bit. He missed some, but not a lot. 
Uh, and Illinois just did what they've done all season and found a way to win. We talked about those bad performances. You know, we can bring up the Northwestern game or the Nebraska game or, you know, talk about how, how they should have won those games by more. But in the press conference, Brad Underwood always said, we found a way to win. And that's the most important part. Even if it's ugly, it's W. And you can see that resilience that they learned and that they, they experienced in those games show up today when, when the chips were down and when uh, – the Ohio State was mounting a comeback. Uh, they proved that they, they proved and they showed that they can hang on to it and they can win. It wasn't an ugly game. I won't call it an ugly game, but it was maybe definitely the first half. maybe the <laughs> maybe in the first half for the first couple of minutes it was an ugly game. But they showed that they can win those close games from what they learned early earlier in the season. It was really an, a, a full team effort. I'm sure we're going to talk about the heroics coming off the bench. Marley, you know, yeah. talked about touched on it a bit with Georgie. Uh, but really just an all-around team performance, and that's what you need when you get to this point in the season. Yeah, we'll get into the nitty-gritty in a little bit, but, Brett, those are our first thoughts here. All right, looks a little chilly there in Indianapolis tonight. Maybe the Illini are uh, nestled in all warm into their hotel room. As we now look ahead to the NCAA tournament, <laughs> and this is what this team has been playing for all along. To get to a point where they are a one seed, I don't know if any of us could have realistically pinned them as a number one seed and the third overall seed in the NCAA tournament coming into this year, but that's where this team finds itself now. It's an incredible run to get to this point at the end of the year. All of these wins in a row, the quad one victories, they are well deserving of this one seed. And guys, what did you take away from talking to the team afterwards about getting to this moment and then now moving forward? Yeah, I think the team has made it very clear of their goals in wanting to win a national championship this season, but they really didn't want to take away at all from from this moment. I think they were really just soaking it all in. We saw just, uh, I mean, it was it was a comedy special between Kofi Coburn <laughs> and Georgie Bashanishvili. The amazing counter. Like we're gonna have to go back and see how many times Georgie had said amazing, which I mean is, is the word to sum it all up for all that this team has has been through and and to get to this point. Really, it, it truly is amazing. And here I am saying it again after we heard it way too many times. I guess from Georgie, but um, I mean, it, it was fun. I mean, Ayodesumu came in to the press conference almost just different than he had in th this whole season. You know, he's, I, I don't know, I don't remember the exact phrase that he used, Annie, I don't know if you remember, but he said like, I'm, I'm on a different feeling or something right now because he, it seemed like he, it was just like starstruck almost at this moment, just living this, this surreal moment. And, and it was a cool a moment for him as well as Ayodesumu was the last player to go up on the ladder to cut the net and in that moment they had the selection show going up on the Jumotron so Illinois is kind of having their little celebration but the fans that have stuck around they're kind of looking up and seeing and then as Ayodesumu is there on the ladder they announce Illinois as one of the number one seeds uh, it was it was a really cool moment but um, like I mentioned they have their, their sights set there on the NCAA tournament, but I think they're really going to soak this moment in. Absolutely. I mean, and you have to for these types of things. We mentioned, talked about all week how long it's been since Illinois has won a Big Ten tournament, mm -hmm. you know, all the way back to 2008 before any of us were even in TV at, at that point. So <laughs> they, they've come a long way. And even in just the last couple of seasons, they've come a long way. And I had assumed it was first year they lost 21 games. And now they almost won 21 games in the Big Ten, ended up with 19 total victories against Big Ten teams. That's four more than anyone else in the conference. And you just take a look at where this team is now. You can tell that they, they are so relieved 
athletes to have built this program back up. And the guys that it's really personal for, like Ayo Desumu, Demonte Williams, Adam Miller, the guys from the state who were young enough, but young when Illinois was at this stage last, but old enough to remember it, they know what this type of program means to the rest of the state. And we as, you know, journalists covering it saw how much it meant when 80% of the crowd today in there was uh, in orange and blue. So uh, you can see that it means a lot to everyone on the team. You know, the guys who are not from this country, you know, Kofi, Georgie, yeah. in that press conference, you know, uh, going back and forth about what it means to get to this point of their basketball career in a different country than where they were born. And that is why things felt so different, I think, in the post-game press conference. And I think we knew this was coming if they had one, but it, it was nice to see them live out those moments, that, that they're able to reflect a little bit at this point of the season and think about what they did well. But we know tomorrow that Brad Underwood's going to be back on them in practice in their little ballroom in the hotel, yeah. uh, getting things ready for Drexel. And especially, too, Andy, after Illinois didn't get what they wanted at the end of the regular season, That's right. which was oh, the yeah. 10 regular season title. And I'll tell you, Kevin Warren did not experience a very friendly um, welcome <laughs> as he was introduced to the Illinois stage when he was coming on to the stage to, to introduce the team. I mean, the Illinois crowd um, booed him big time. Um, and, and here they are kind of proving, you know, hey, we didn't get that regular season title as we predicted maybe they would uh, to come out and, and win the Big Ten tournament title. And I think at the end of the day that that's almost the better one that you want to get. I mean, they got to do it in front of a bunch of fans right. um, on a big stage. I think if I were in their shoes, I think I would the take The tournament title is what you wanted when I feel like. Regular season title is like, yeah, that's great. You get a banner. Mm -hmm. But tournament title you get the you're the automatic qualifier for the right. conference you're not in that large bid i think that maybe matters a little bit more absolutely <laughs> hey and they're still getting a ring either way they're still going to raise a banner regardless this is one of the best teams in nc or uh, in program history and as we talk about uh, amazing guys marley you asked how many times they said amazing well i went back and put it together this was just from one twenty-seven second clip from georgie and kofi take a listen it was amazing it was amazing. Amazing, man. It was so great. I can't explain it. It was so great. <laughs> it was amazing, man. No it was amazing. It was amazing. 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 I mean, it was so amazing that it was amazing, amazing. You know? <laughs> it was great. <laughs> <laughs> amazing. Man. Man. Georgie and Kofi were loving the post-game press conference. Ayo Desumu was as well, and you mentioned Ayo coming in with the trophy and, and asking for the trophy. This was him afterwards. He posted a picture on Instagram just a few <laughs> minutes ago posing as Kobe and a couple of different ones uh, and poses after he won his NBA titles. Here's Ayo on what this meant. You bring a DB to, to get this right here. Like, I got it. This this what it all, this what it, it, it all means. You know, we put all the work in to, you know, grab this trophy right here. Um, through my mind, I was just thinking of all the people that doubted us. And I also thinking about all of the true fans who've been there with, supporting us through it all. So to to be able to really know that, like, like we earned this, like this is ours, it feels good.
He's asking for the trophy and he got it. Wore it all press conference. You saw Brad Underwood with the net around his neck. And this team owned the moment. I felt like they deserved this for what they had accomplished this season to play all 20 Big Ten games and get to this point. Uh, guys, how do you kind of sum up here? we got about four minutes left of what you saw today. And Andy, even the crowd out there, I'm sure they were excited when you saw them exiting <laughs> Lucas Oil Stadium. Yeah, the, the crowd was, was something else. It was funny because I was watching the game on my phone outside, like waiting for it because you know how it goes when you're watching a stream. I mean, it's going to be about a minute delayed. So you start seeing some Ohio State fans trickle out, but I don't know the final score of the game yet because the CBS Sports app, like I said, a little bit of a delay. So I'm like, does that mean Illinois finished it out? I'm trying, I'm trying to gather. And then you saw the mass exodus of Ohio State fans. And that's when I knew that Illinois had won it. And as soon as the Illinois fans got out here, and it took them a bit because, like Marley said, uh, they were cheering on Illinois as they took the stage and booing at times when certain <laughs> people took the stage. Uh, but when they got out here, it was like a party. There was honking up and down the street. I imagine it was much more of a party on Green Street in Champaign. But people oh, out here, yeah. the, the ILL chant was loud and proud. And uh, it was the, the most amped up that I've seen an Illinois crowd in my time covering. I mean, I know it's only been this year, so I haven't had many opportunities, but uh, the crowd was was great. And it, it's nice to see these fans, you know, finally get this. We talk about, you know, how long this Illinois team has gone without having a team like this. Yeah. And this is a team that they deserve. And I was really happy to see them, you know, experience that today. And I think in the stadium, the energy just kind of slowly started climbing until it reached you know this peak at the end it started out I mean just the game as it was it looked like you know we were at the YMCA on <laughs> five o'clock uh, on an afternoon watching pickup basketball but it slowly um, came into a, a championship game and just going into overtime you know this this potential for IO to make that big shot late game I mean it felt like a March Madness basketball game. I mean, this is really what it's all about. The excitement you felt like the tension building. I admit, I was tense. I mean, I didn't <laughs> even I, I and I'm just covering the team. I mean, I'm, I'm the media, you know, I couldn't imagine a lifelong Illinois fan that's sitting there in the stands or, or watching on TV. Uh, I think it, it's it's an incredible moment for just the fans to come together and, and unite for this. Like you mentioned, Annie, I'm sure uh, they, they've waited a long time, but uh, just such a special moment how it all ended for Illinois. You could tell they w were so emotional and, and just like raw. I don't think they ever really let their guard down as much, you know, because it seems like time and time again after you know each post game press conference when we talk to them you know they're they're excited if it's a win but at the end of the day to just kind of give you the coach speak that we're used to but to see them just kind of unfiltered pure joy happiness i think was um an incredible moment and certainly they deserved it um after taking home the trophy and becoming Big Ten tournament champions. You say it was like a March Madness game. I would argue it was like a Final Four game. Yeah. The, the way that these two teams went after each other. I mean, that was, you know, two heavyweight boxers going blow for <laughs> blow. And if Illinois is able to perform like that, that what we just saw, uh, they should be in good shape to make a lot of noise in the coming month. Yeah, and they have a chance to be right back here. And That's right. Be right back on the stage, um, compete here at Lucas Oil Stadium in the Final Four. Uh, I asked Brad Underwood how he was going to celebrate the big win. He said, 
some shrimp cocktail, maybe two with steak, a glass of wine. Definitely different um, that they have to do it in a hotel room. Yeah. But um, a celebration deserved nonetheless. I hope he enjoys his, his shrimp cocktail. Who doesn't love a shrimp cocktail? Who doesn't? I don't. All right. But. <laughs> Guys, thank you so much. Fantastic work today. We'll see more from you coming up on the WCIA 3 News at 10 o'clock. Safe travels back to Champaign as Illinois is now looking towards the NCAA tournament and their first round matchup will be against Drexel. That game is on Friday. Pull this up here for you so you can see at least the first part of the bracket. All right, here we go. I'm going to step out of the way so uh, you, we can talk about this. Illinois Drexel, that is on Friday. And there's storylines galore here. That will play the winner of Loyola Chicago and Georgia Tech. We can only hope we get to see Illinois and Loyola. Cameron Crutwig, their big man, the Ramblers and Illini would be a fantastic matchup. And then the storylines continue in what would be the second round game, Tennessee and Oregon State and Oklahoma State. Brad Underwood's former stomping grounds was there one year, did not have a necessarily great exit. With them, the Pokes and Illini could play in the second round. That game uh, would be on Sunday, if that's the case. All right, that's going to do it for us tonight. Thanks so much for watching our WCI 3-in-1 podcast.